Hello and welcome to the meditation conversation. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin, and I'm here today with Michael Massey. Hi, Michael. Hi, Kara. Hi, everyone. Good to be here again. So it's been a little while since... It's been a, like millennium. I know. I know. Yeah. It's been um, so long. And because the last time we met, we you interviewed me. That's right. And I don't even... I think before that, it was the dreams. Is that right? Is it the Was it the dream soul retrieval with Steve? Yeah, I think that and, was... That and I that. think that was about four years ago. It seems like. <laughs> so. Yeah. So course, here we are. Yeah, here we are. I was going to say last week feels like about four years ago. I know. So it's been a pretty wild week for you, especially. And um, and so I don't know. It's It's been an, an unusual week. You've had some challenges um, and I thought, you know, maybe we want to just start by, uh, tell us about your week, Michael. Oh, it's been, it's been sublime. <laughs> um, did you enter a different reality uh, since? I was wondering, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, now I think it was, now let's see here, we are. Today's Friday. Today is Friday. When was, the see, the. And today is the 26th. Okay, so we just on the other side of the uh, spring equinox. Mm -hmm. And so, let's see here. On the run-up to that kind of portal, um, that gateway, you might call it, portal, portal day of... Uh, the, the equinox. Um, I'd been feeling the potency around it, and then I had to open my big old fat mouth and make a prediction. <laughs> so I told Kara here, I said, well, I'm getting a, a read on basically the next mm, six months. So I was seeing the window between here and the fall equinox. And what I was reading in the grid was there's going to be uh, chaos is going to make a play here. And, and, and uh, so it begins. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess we'll, uh, we'll see if um, um, this was just a personal read or a collective <laughs> read. My, my sense was it was more on the on there is a, a collective. collective level. Um, Before we go too much further, yeah, can you talk a little bit about this about the equinox portal because that may be an unfamiliar like people may have gotten a little bit lost with with that. Um. Uh, yeah. Well, this is this is the the equinox. Of course, is the comes twice a year, the solstice comes twice a year, and so these four dates um, um, are significant in terms of um, the um, the energetics around them. Um, the 
as a there are special days, and you know they have been celebrated in many traditions, uh, certainly um, um, uh, many what we call pagan pagan rituals associated with these these particular dates, and um, so frequently there is uh, on these days there is an enhanced ability to. Let's say to hmm, hmm, utilize one's special gifts. So you might say, like psychics have a uh, an amplified clairvoyance or, or whatever their okay. particular gift happens to be is going to be amplified on these days, and it tends to be easier to read um, with the amplify amplification of the gifts, and then. To get, um, mm, yes, to get a, a read on the future. Okay. Uh, sort of like um, um, when you're, uh, if you have the, uh, the gift in actually being able to see uh, probabilities as they exist within the, um, within the kind of the quantum field, um, as uh, um, it's sort of like, uh, it's very, there can be this kind of fog associated with trying to determine what 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 probable timelines are okay. most likely to occur and then on the round these days um, there that fog is lifted okay all right and so it's just and it's like a yeah. window of time it's not necessarily just that day there it's like you know you usually that day is in a window of time where the veils are thinned right and so it was a week ago on Friday. I'd uh, and I, uh, I woke up with it, this really, you know, sublime feeling of of like a vacation. Yeah, like I was on summer vacation as a kid. You know that feeling where it's Saturday. Anticipation you know, and, and just it felt like yeah, like spring break. Um, you know, I was like, okay, well maybe I'm picking up on that spring break vibe. Uh, the day of uh, when Saturday rolled along, um, then I I picked up this awesome wave of of bliss that lasted for like six hours mm. and was just mm, delightful. And uh, um, let's see here, and then. Um, and then, then the then then the equinox comes on Sunday. Saturday. Right. Oh, was it was a Saturday. It or was Sunday? Saturday. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Was the twentieth or the the twentieth? Yeah. Okay. Or some was the twenty first though. No, the equinox was at like I think eight twenty seven or something on Saturday. Okay. Was the time? Okay. Yeah. Eight twenty seven p.m. A.M. A.M. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, and uh, okay, then Sunday mm-hmm. comes and goes, um, and and then um, then I guess we come back to this prediction about chaos. chaos. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's been a been a bit of a crazy week. So yeah, first my uh, car dies, um, alternator goes out while I'm driving it. 
And uh, so I had that towed off to the shop. And and you had a nice little excursion, like as you were stranded. And yeah, and then I was like, gonna wa- I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna walk to the to the auto shop, and then walk the wrong way, and then because I'm yeah, and yeah. Anyway, so I got some good exercise out of it. <laughs> Silliness. Um, and, uh, uh, and, uh, took a couple days for the car to get fixed. Uh, and then meanwhile, um, uh, I also was dog sitting for my neighbor, he might call, yeah. And, uh. And so this was on, on Wednesday, and this crazy winds. We had these windstorms that were just yeah. bonkers. Um, rolled in, and it kept on blowing the door open at night, the front door open. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And um, so uh, this had happened. This, this was like the third time that it happened, and I was going up the stairs at the time, and I, and I went to run down to closed the door and I tripped over the dog and went tumbling down the stairs and I think uh, kind of piecing it together I think I knocked myself out um, at least for just a couple minutes or something and uh, boy it hurt though and I'm two days later now and I'm still hurting I'm still hurting and it took me a good like I just think I laid on the floor there for about half an hour before I was like okay I can get up now yeah yeah so that's been what a crazy week actually so it kind of yeah. started off with a beautiful few days and then it's just gotten a bit crazy since then so so yeah it's interesting how because um one of the funny things about your, like, as you're going through it all is that as you and I were talking about, like, what was coming up, it was like, oh, chaos. Look, here's chaos. So it was it was useful to kind of be able to frame it and have, like, some, um, almost like there's purpose or like it, I mean, it it just helps to give a different perspective and like an elevated um, experience of it because it's like, okay, this isn't just like things aren't falling apart. This is, this, this is what is supposed, you know, not necessarily what is, is supposed to happen, but it's like, uh, this was already in the field that chaos is going to happen. And when you, even when you predicted that in, in our private conversation, one of the points that you made was there's, there's, chaos, there's like a high probability of chaos in the field. And that doesn't necess- that's not in and of itself bad. No. No, it's not. And um, <laughs> uh, chaos can be, uh, let's say, um, it can be unsettling and it can be unpleasant, but it's not intrinsically evil. 
or it's not a negative thing. It's just chaos is is the the energy that breaks up um, patterns, which Rich, can serve, uh, which totally serves. It's a, it's uh, um, it's like the, uh, who had an etch a sketch when you were a kid, you know, mm-hmm. and you shake that shake the thing the the thing up, and um, in order to clear the clear, slate, clear the slate. So mm-hmm. in a sense chaos is an energy that does that kind of a thing so mm-hmm. it breaks up um, orders and patterns um, so that they can be reformed so it's not you know but it does it's like it, you know it's a shake up right and um, so so yeah I mean I saw that coming in the thing is is like I don't I don't usually have this kind of stuff that I just share doesn't really happen to me. Um, right. Well, I mean, obviously it does, but... Um, but things are usually pretty stable. and But the yeah. way that you do live your life, you're, you very much live it in the flow. And so when things come up, like it's, it's not unusual for things to turn for you on, almost on a dime in the sense that like, oh, it's time for me to go. I've, I've now, I'm being called to a different location and, um, and I'm not sure why, but I'm going to follow that because I can feel that that's what's supposed to happen. So, um, it's not like your life is, it's not unstable, but it's also not like, you're not like really rooted in routine or really tied to a mortgage um, or a location or right. so, family. Or, yeah. So for you to predict chaos for yourself is not, it wouldn't necessarily be like a huge, like you're very flexible and fluid and able to go with it. Right. So this, what has happened this week has been different because it has been um, it kind of un- unfortunate if you look at it on the surface, you know, kind of unfortunate events. Um but one of the things that has come out of our discussions about this chaos and, and things like that is just the remembrance and keeping it in your conscious awareness of the what, what purpose chaos can serve. And if we're going to be going through that on the collective scale, um, how that can be like a clearing and a preparation so that new things can come in. Uh, most, most assuredly. And, uh, yeah, as I said, I, you know, I tend to, um, be very conscious about, let's say what kind of scripts, um, are in my field. And, um, I also, I pay attention to the presence of, of what energetics are involved in, in that. So it, it, it's not, uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't get hit with, you know, stuff out of the blue. That's just, that's mm-hmm. just not very common. Um, and um, uh, so one could say, I, I, you know, fortunate or blessed or whatnot. But, of course, that wasn't always the case throughout my life. I've had... I've had times and periods of great misfortune, mm-hmm. um, and it, it just hasn't been that way. Yeah, in a long time. 
And um, so, yeah, so this coming soon to a, you know, theater, reality theater, near you. Reality <laughs> near you. Okay. Just be careful when you're going up and down the stairs. <laughs> you know, check all your gauges on your vehicles. <laughs> um, but one of the things that's interesting with what you said, with being able to read the energetics and things like that, it just flows into something that I was reading. You know, I had um, Mary Rodwell on. Who, we had a discussion about aliens um, and she wrote The New Human. And in her book, they she does go into some of the quantum, you know, quantum science around um, out-of-body experiences and some of the paranormal um, things and why that might be able to happen. And, and one of the things I, I took away from that is that because we do have this quantum realm, so this energetic realm, and the way that you talk about it, it's sort of like an energy matrix and... Uh, I'm not, you're not the only one who talks about it like that, but, um, and that things happen there first and then they manifest in the third dimension, third and fourth dimension that we're conscious of. So the things that are easy for us to perceive with our five senses, those things are first happening in this quantum realm. And there are endless amounts of things that are happening and not everything gets manifested here. Keep me honest if I'm butchering this but um and so that again I'm only offering that as like a to fill out like what it is that you might even mean when you're talking about like oh well I I can see things through the energy or I can ex- I experience things kind of before they happen type of thing um I don't know if that offers any yeah, clarity that, or that's um uh well put and yeah, so that's why I say don't. I rarely get mm, surprised. Surprised. Yeah. Um, now it's it's interesting as though that is when something does manifest, it it um, uh, there's always a, a some level of surprising. So I might see see um, something fortunate um, happening uh, within this quantum quantum field, but what is it specifically going to look like when it manifests in? know 3d then yeah don't know until it actually does happen well and that's an interesting thing too that you and i've talked privately about recently too which is observation and predictions so and and so when you talk about seeing chaos for example um, that's like more of a collective, like you just see it generally. And it's, but if you were to be talking to somebody personally and you were to try to individualize that to say, like, I can see, and then you try, and then you fill in the blanks based on what, what potentials there are in the field and how that can, you know, one of the things with, with like dealing with, quantum science and particles and things like that is just by observing it, you change it. And then just by becoming aware of things, it changes it. So I don't know. That's fascinating. I don't know if you want to have a little tangent and play with that, but yeah, because we were, we were talking about the, you know, it's kind of the the tricky bit of business of like reading the future. And particularly if you see somebody that has, they do have something good coming their way. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so there, 
it's there's um, <laughs> we like to be the bearers of good news, right? So there's this. Oh, uh, you know, uh, there's something good is coming your way. Now that would seem like a positive thing to say to somebody, and yet what happens is that that was that thing was was coming inbound no matter what. And then, all of a sudden, you bring it to somebody's awareness, and then they may change their course because of that. And there's all sorts of different ways, and this is the, this is the, that that might all of a sudden no longer be true. So, and something, you know, if you generally read something that's good um, uh, in the field that is coming to somebody is to... Zip it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't say anything. Um, and because um, uh, actually you end, you end up um, um, running the so-called risk of altering that, that, that future. Um, now, when there's bad stuff, say coming, or even, you know, you're mentioning the, the whole chaos thing, even though I... You know, it's not technically bad, but um, uh, hey, maybe a, you know, then um, you know, altering that timeline might be desirable. Yeah. So, and certainly, if it's a you know, a disaster or calamity is coming, and then um, having an advance warning to actually change change the future which is which is really kind of ironic because now we're talking about really uh, a gift called prophecy okay mm-hmm. um, and so we have um, uh, prophets and um, you know throughout history that have walked the earth that have seen things and the funny thing about a prophet is that if they do their job good correctly their prophecies don't come true mm. okay because they're usually there to warn of some kind of threat. Or it can take, be like, okay, you're on this course, course but it's not too, too late. late. Yeah. Exactly. And so if they're a really good prophet, then what they prophesy will not actually happen. Okay. And that's, that's so interesting. That's just a rub. And yeah. it's like, oh, so how do you know? Yeah. And it's like, well, you know. Someday, you know, when we, we get full access to all the whole archive of not just everything that's ever, ever happened, but everything that was could have happened. Could have happened. Yeah. And, um, yeah, then we'll be able to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Have we talked about time? We have talked about timelines on here, haven't we? Uh, I feel like I we, I don't know. It's probably come up maybe um, here and there. Um, because that's kind of what this all goes into as well, is is the how timelines play into it. So you, can, you could, when you, if you have like a, if you go to a psychic or something, for example, mm-hmm. and um, at least the way that I understand it, mm-hmm. you know, they can predict for you 
And that's based on the timeline that you're on at that point in time. And so they could see, you know, okay, in, in the coming weeks or whatever, you know, this is coming for you. And that may be true, but you may also change timelines, in which case that doesn't happen. So if we haven't had the broader topic of timelines on, on here, that might not make sense. But we are, we always do have, we did talk about it because we told the story, didn't we, about how I, how you and I had that exchange where you remember us having a discussion and the very next day I'm like we did not talk about that yesterday right so I'll I'll find out what episode that was and I'll I'll put it in the show notes if you're interesting because it interested because that is a really interesting topic and it's an it's a cool way to sort of understand how we move through life and how we keep shifting who we are where we are on our journey and what potentially could happen based on where we are right now and what we're accepting and, and what we're putting forth. Exactly. And I, you know, I use the example with, uh, when it comes to, you know, psychics or you, if you're going to get a psychic reading and, you know, if they tell you, uh, Oh, you're going to go off of a cliff. Um, now just kind of imagine like you could be, let's say you're just, you're blindfolded. And you're walking along a path, and it happens to lead over a cliff, okay? So all the psychic is doing is they're able to see because, you know, they don't have a blindfold. And then they're making a prediction. It's not that you're actually going to fall off of a cliff. Mm-hmm. It just means if, you're, if you don't change direction, that's where you're going to go. Right. Um, but there's... Still, the you might turn right, you might turn left, you might take off the blindfold. There's all, yeah. There's a number of scenarios um, that don't lead to you falling off of a cliff. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's always like taking everything with a grain of salt. grain of salt. <laughs> and the the best, you know, readers or psychics, um, those who are able to perceive this field of p- potentials. Um, what they'll do is is just provide you the information that you need in order to navigate. help you navigate right here and now. Mm-hmm. Uh, not 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 so much, you know, of what's out there, but it's more like what's useful to you know us on our on our given journey right here and now. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah. And there's, there's you know a wide range of talents of, of those. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and one of the, one of the conversations that came from when you were talking about the um, chaos and kind of what what could be coming before you know between now and the next then the fall equinox or fall for us here, um, was, not coping is the wrong word, but um, how to move through chaos, for example, with grace and and use it kind of in the highest way. And so this leads us to the love, hope, love, faith, and hope. And you had some beautiful things to say about that. So 
Um, do you feel inspired to share some of what came through with that? Uh, faith, hope, and love. These um, uh, kind of famous uh, for, I think it's First Corinthians chapter 13. There's a whole Bible passage on it. It's actually one of the more beautiful pieces about um, um, about love. Uh, uh, that love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it is not rude, it is not self-seeking, and it is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. And it, yeah, the passage continues on, and it's really, and it's great. And one of the, in the, uh, the, the discussions of um, this particular book is um, in Corinthians was on what are the, you know, what is the greatest attributes, mm-hmm. you know, and and it boils down, and the passage boils down to faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. And now we were just. We were just talking a little bit earlier over our um, over our eggs um, about. I uh, think I had egg over me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> eggs over me. That yeah. was it. Yep, that was that was it. I had a very messy sandwich, egg sandwich. <laughs> um, that we have this built-in a built-in function um, that we call love or being in love or falling in love and and it doesn't matter you know whether you've had super magical training or you've you've studied any of the mystery schools or been through any initiations or you know love itself is its own initiation if you will Mm -hmm. and that how when when we're in love and we experience this falling in love uh that the the sky is bluer the the flowers are are more fragrant and more colorful and the 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 birds and the the butterflies smells beautiful yeah and so what is really happening there (laughs) sorry it just reminds me of elf when he (laughs) will ferrell just goes i'm in love and i don't care who knows or something. <laughs> Just boils everything down. Just watch Elf. And, uh, <laughs> um, oh, I'm also reminded there was another was it another movie or something where somebody had the only thing they had ever had to eat was like uh, or the treats or something was a was these really hard cardboard. You know, gingerbread things or something because they were totally sheltered. Uh-huh. And their first experience all of a sudden of biting into an ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that all of a sudden yeah. it's like, whoa. So expanded. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it was Bubble Boy, actually, was the. I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, but. he's lived his whole life in a quarantine <laughs> bubble. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. His first experience of ice cream is like, wow, my eyes have been open. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Birds are chirping. <laughs> it is love. It is love. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, love itself is the very self-organizing force of the universe. It's the, it's the antithesis of entropy. Uh, entropy and, and chaos. This is that, that there's a, a things move and they decay into, mm-hmm. okay, into this uh, greater and greater states of disorder, mm-hmm. um, which is referred to as chaos. And then amidst this, then we have this field of love. This feeling of love, this this presence of love, this energy of love, that works the reverse. It brings order. It brings life. It brings into mm-hmm. um, into coherence and and um, uh, and restores mm-hmm. order to the universe. So so um, so how to navigate chaos? Just be in love mm-hmm. and so just. Do like, that. Just, just do, do that. that. Yeah. So now let's let's explore that just a little bit because when you say that, people may think that that's always romantic. Because I've said this in class where I'm like, just being in love, and then the conversation will go to like, oh yeah, I saw this this guy that I you know or whatever. <laughs> And it's like, no, I mean, romantic love is, is a thing, of course, but you don't, it doesn't have to be related, so. I don't know what you're talking about. I was talking about ice cream. <laughs> the whole time, I'm talking about ice cream. And, uh, so let's just be clear. So you, yeah, just use ice cream. But no. Everybody... <laughs> Just uh, stock right. and Ben and Jerry's like to get us through the next six months. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now, you know, we were talking about a built-in function of, well, there's, there is the delight of ice cream, of course, but, um, um, you know, how sweet it is, the young lovers, though. That, that, mm-hmm. that you know, the first time you fall in love and it's, not just a crush from across the room, but it's reciprocated. And yeah. it's like, oh, do, you know, do you like me? Check yes or no, you know? Yeah. And a little, the, you go back to the innocence of childhood yeah. and this, oh, and then this. That's my special person. And, and yeah. then all of a sudden you like each other both. And then it's, it's amazing that, that, that feeling and what that ends up doing in terms of like of of oh you want to know what heaven on earth is like it's like that mm-hmm. and so that that love that bursts forth out of the heart that also changes perception totally completely yeah. changes perception mm-hmm. of what reality looks like mm-hmm. and that's magical that's yeah. that's magic that's what i mean it's kind of funny you know what we're probably you know most of us listening to this this podcast are you know well into adulthood mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Age-wise. Age-wise. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, thank you for helping me out there, Kara. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, we, we, we pursue these, um, the, you know, uh, teachings, enlightenment, um, this kind of stuff, really, because we're trying to tap this somehow mm-hmm. in a way that will give us this enhanced reality that is actually, we knew pretty well at the age of 15. Yeah. Um, when we, or however old we were when we first fell in love. And so now it's, it's, it's really, it's like trying to restore, to somehow kindle that mm-hmm. and to knowing you know, people can come and go out of our lives. Um, so what is it that I can cultivate within my own life um, that uh, will never leave mm-hmm. and can never be taken away? Right. It's and not conditioned upon right. the participation of somebody else. Exactly. And so that we cultivate that is, is, is what we... Now it's like to rebuild that which we once had or we have experienced and then to rebuild it but but on the rock mm-hmm. instead of the sand. sand. Yeah. And so that is that is the rock. That's the cultivation. So the greatest of these is love. You know, back to the Corinthians. Right. The greatest of these is love. And the, the, the most protective force, the strongest force, the, the highest vibration you're going to experience here is when you are in that love. And again, this is not romantic love, even though we're using that as an example of how you may have felt it before, but it is the cultivation of this inner love and this, you know, just being in the vibration of love. And so... Then chaos hits, and it may be harder to be in that because life is, you know, happening, and you know you're also trying to deal with life. So when yeah, so if 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 you're struggling to be in love, and you cannot feel um, uh, the love that is in you and. Uh, ultimately is you uh, then have faith and um, let your faith be like the faith that you have that the the sun will rise again tomorrow or that you know even if um, the clouds blot out the sun do we doubt the existence of the sun so, uh, yeah, so in the moments where you cannot feel, um, feel the love, have faith on, uh, for its return. Mm. Yeah. And it always, it will. And, uh, and then I say, well, what happens if you lose faith, right? And, and, and then in that situation, um, if you do lose your faith, then, yeah, you, you, you cling to hope. Yeah. And hope is what gets us through the absolute worst mm-hmm. uh, of times. 
for uh, if anybody's seen the movie, uh, um, um, a Winter Winter's Tale. Okay. Uh, this is with Colin Farrell, and um, there's and then uh, we have uh, Lucifer is in this this play um, played by um, Will Smith. Oh yeah, yeah. And then uh, then we have one of his. Uh, his demon henchman is um, named Pearly. Is played by Ru- Russell Crowe, and and Russell Crowe uh, is is um is is talking with with uh, Lucifer, and he says he says something to the effect of, um, "Man, this uh um the man these humans." Their uh, their their capacity for hope is 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 ridiculous. They spread that shit around like the plague. He's <laughs> <laughs> like every time they're trying to get just wrestle control of humanity, and they're just about to like, okay, we 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 got we him got now. them, yeah. and then hope. Hope it comes in and screws everything it, it up for the demons. We need hopelessness for, <laughs> for yeah. just work. Right. <laughs> right. And so, and that's that of, yeah, to lose hope is to be, a, that is the state of despair. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, yeah, so that's a, I don't wish that state on anyone, mm-hmm. anyone. So, but hope, uh, as long as we, we cling to hope. It can carry us. It carries us faith. faith, which then will bring us it, back to love. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and that is, is so interesting. And, um, it comes, there are a couple of, of things that I want to touch on with this. One of them is that trust could maybe be, um, when we talk about hope, it reminds me of trust. You know, it's kind of like this, like, I don't know where this is going. I don't know how I got here and I don't like it, but I'm just going to trust, you know, trusting in a higher power, a higher intelligent, benevolent power. Um, and, and just that like opening up of like, it is what it is. And I'm just trusting, like I'm connecting with something higher one of my students, Jim, who always, uh, you know, I love his contributions to my classes. And he was he's brought this up a couple of times when we've been having different topics. And he's like, that's one of the things that has, he, you know, he's been working on and that keeps coming up for him is just, and it's made such a difference. Just this, like, being non-attached and being in the present moment and all of that but the but what has really kind of been this launching pad for him has been the trust and that has come up several times not just with Jim but with other in other ways too so I offer that too in case that resonates with anybody like a a hope and a trust just like a okay here's my belly you know (laughs) just like I'm just really surrendering here and like Again, I don't know what's going on, but I, I'm just going to trust and know that I'll be held and I'll be supported. And 
and how powerful that is when you're not even taking action, you're just surrendering and in trust to the light. Yes. Um, and that, you know, almost uh, the way that you speak of trust there is, is almost interchangeable with, with faith. Yeah. And so it's, um, um, yeah. And when we cannot see, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, I'm reminded also that maybe Constantine, um, also tales loose for demons and stuff like that okay mm-hmm. but um it's a little bit darker film than the winter's tale which i highly recommend by the way um but um one of the things was uh, it was gabriel was talking with constantine and and um uh, and constantine is trying to make a case for getting back into heaven and uh, um, Gabriel's like, well, no, he says, and, and Constantine says, well, but I believe in God. And Gabriel says, she says, no, you don't. <laughs> so you know, okay, that's the difference. Oh. You know. They, meaning these humans, you know, have faith. They don't know they have faith. Uh, in that which they cannot see, but it's like Constantine, you, you know, you know. So yeah. you know, <laughs> so that doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't count. <laughs> He's like, gosh, that doesn't that count for something? Yeah. She's like, Gabriel's like, no, that doesn't count. No. <laughs> so, oh, I love that. That's yeah, so funny. yeah. So, uh, what? And yes, I mean, what a what a beautiful message is. Um, yeah, faith, hope, and love, um, that will see us through, mm-hmm. um, not just, you know, not just the, the trials of the week, um, uh, this period of chaos could present itself, and, um, and anything else that might come our way, mm-hmm. yeah, ever. Right. Yeah, and, and one other quick thing that I did want to include with this just because it synchronicities are another thing that we can explore at some point because there have been like in my world so many it's like if one thing's going to happen nine more things are going to happen that are like confirming the first thing that happened um and you know I'll see it in print if somebody has said it out loud and I did or I'll see it on the film or whatever it just I get like lots of different confirmations. And so when you talked about that love, faith, and hope, um, Paul, who has been on the podcast talking about near-death experiences, I think it was maybe two hours had gone by. It was later that day, but it was very quickly on the heels of you saying that. And we had a long discussion about it. He texts me out of the blue and just says, uh, "Here's here's the thought. When you replace hope with faith, and he said it, it, 
it it's non-judgmental or something, but he was just playing with this and he he'll do this from time to time where he'll just randomly um, feel inspired to send me a text that ha- he has no context for why he will send it. And so I see this come through and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like we weren't, it's not that we were having an exchange and it had anything to do with anything. He just randomly <laughs> sends that. And it's like exchange hope with faith. It takes out the judgment or something. And I was just like, wow. Okay. So message received God. Thank you. <laughs> you know? Love, faith, and hope. So, um, yeah, when I get those, those, uh, you know, incoming different channels, I, uh, it's beautiful. It's so fun. So any parting thoughts or words or I have to say that having born witness, is that what I would say? I born, I, in the past to bear witness. Okay. Having, born, having born witness. No, bearing, you're saying having, bear, huh, bearing witness. Okay, bearing witness to the week that you've had. Yeah. You have maintained such lightness about all of it. So it's really inspiring as well just to see like, oh, you wouldn't believe what happened. I mean, even like I happened to call you as you were lying on the floor after you'd fallen down the stairs and I didn't know what happened. And, um, and you're like, and I'm telling you something like, oh, I just, I'm just blah, 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 whatever. And you're like, well, I'm lying on the floor cause it just fell down the stairs. And, uh, and you don't even remember this conversation because <laughs> it was right after it happened, but you've just had, and you're kind of limping around at the moment and everything. But, um, so it's seeing love faith and hope in action and the power of it to keep you like impenetrable. I'm just going to make words up impenetrable. I can never say that. Um, there's a lot of power there and, um, yes, just remember no matter what happens to us. Okay. Um, that, uh, it, we, we always have a choice on whether or not you speaking of the, the mentioning the word judgment, um, that it's always a choice if we want to label something as being bad. Mm-hmm. And if we don't label it as being bad, then it actually, it doesn't really tend to face us that much. Mm-hmm. So, you know, free yourself or free, free yourself and everyone around you from classifying and labeling things as bad. And when, then things are just neutral. They're just, yeah. They just happen. They just happen. And um, uh, and there's a uh, there's an old um, um, proverb or something. Uh, good luck, bad luck. Who knows? Have you heard this one before? I think so. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's um, um, you know, a guy falls, breaks his leg. You know, and these kind of villagers were all. Bad luck for you," he says. "Oh, good luck. Bad, bad luck. Who knows?" Um, and then the next day, the uh, like the military comes through to get cons- conscripting people into into the army, and but he's laid up with his cast, right? So it's like, well, then the villagers turn and say, "Oh, well, lucky for you now that you 
you didn't have to go do service. He's like, good luck, bad luck, you know, who knows? And the story goes on and on and on. The point being is they're just... <laughs> One thing leads to another, another and, and it's... Yeah. Yeah, and... And bad luck, luck follows, follows good, good luck, luck, and good luck, luck follows bad luck. luck. It just... Yeah. And they're not... Any of those aren't... They're not good or bad. They're just events. Yeah. Yeah, and so... Detachment and... Yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much. And um, hey, it was great to be here. Hey, we should do this again because it's been so long. I know it has. I forgot how much fun this is. (laughs) I suspected that that might have been the case. To be like, you know, yeah. I just so this is a great reminder. I'm like, oh yeah. I know. Right. Because this is not the first time I have suggested that we've done this. And it's like, oh. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. I I remember now. Oh, yeah. I love to do these things. (laughs) Yes. Oh. Oh, yeah. 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 It's a win win. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. We'll do it again soon. Soon. Okay. All right. Sounds great. (laughs) All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank Thank you for joining. Thank you, Michael. And thank you for listening. And I look forward to the next meditation conversation.